welcome back to another episode of the Tez News podcast, where we bring you the essential briefing on the key news of the week for everyone who works for and with schools. I'm news reporter Matilda Martin, and I'm joined by my colleague, Deputy News Editor John Roberts. Hi, John. Hi there. So this week, the future of Ofsted inspections have been on the agenda with the Commons Education Committee holding its final session on school inspection. And it had evidence from two very big names, outgoing Chief Inspector Amanda Spielman and Schools Minister Nick Gibb. And MPs were very keen to ask both of them whether they supported the use of single word inspection grades. John, what did they have to say? Yeah, so this has become, I guess, the, the really big issue surrounding Ofsted this year. Um, a quick background is that there's been calls from a number of organisations to, to ditch single word grades. ASCOL have called for them to be scrapped. The Confederation of School Trusts have said they should be reviewed. And I think the, the kind of key issue is, can you boil down something as big and complex and evolving as a school into a single word? Especially, can you do it in two days? That's the kind of the background to it. Labour has said that they would, they would look to scrap it if they were elected. So that was, well, that was the kind of um, why this kind of question was on, on MP's lips. Amanda Spielman said that the grades were welcome by parents. She talked about an outstanding and good grade being welcome, but also that a, a less positive grade can also be welcome because it can provide clarity of what needs to change in a school and the support that can then, that, that can then happen. Um, Nick Gibb was very vocal in his support of single word grades. Um, I think Amanda Spielman, her position is always that she's not a policy maker. You know, she has a, she has the remit that Ofsted has, and she, she has the kind of um, latitude to be able to design a framework, decide what should be in it, but she can't kind of make decisions on whether, whether grades should be dropped. That's a government decision. Nick Gibb, perhaps unsurprisingly, um, was, was very, very supportive of, of single word grades and the clarity they provide. Uh, we can hear a little bit from him now. What, what are your thoughts on that? single word judgment? I, I, I support it. I think it is, it is the clarity that parents uh, need. Um, although we encourage parents to read the whole report, most parents you know, have other pressures on their lives, uh, not like us, poring over Ofsted reports. Uh, so a one-word judgment I think is, is good. If, it, if there weren't a one-word judgment, I think people would pick out things from the report in a way like a theatre review. Uh, and I'm not sure that would necessarily reflect uh, a balanced view of the school overall. So I think actually, uh, um, uh, you know, I think a one-word judgment is, is the most effective way. And as the Chief Inspector said, from that one-word judgment, other things flow and other good things flow. The schools can be used to help support other schools if they've got a really good officer judgment. If they've got a requires improvement or inadequate, then there's support that will come in for that school from the hubs and from our other uh, trusts and uh, school, school support systems. So I, I thought that was quite an interesting and possibly even an entertaining answer where he kind of uh, said that people would use Ofsted inspection reports like a theatre review and pull out one or two words so that they might not be necessarily representative. I don't know, it's, it's kind of a, in a way it's a lighthearted point, but it's also a very serious one, which is what would the alternative look like um, and what, what, what problems might there be? Because although people say that the, um, the single word is problematic, I guess the, the, the case Nick Gibb made was that the absence of a single word would also be problematic because you'd have complication and opaqueness and that then the reports wouldn't be as of much use to kind of the audiences that are there designed for, which is primarily parents, but also the school sector and parliament. 
Sure. Yeah, so there seem to be some very, very strong feelings about this on, on both sides, don't there? Um, and of course, you can can read that story that, that you just talked about, John, uh, tez.com forward slash magazine forward slash news earlier this week. So, John, you mentioned Labour would look to scrap single word inspection grades. Can you tell us a little bit more about their plans? Yes, so they, they announced earlier this year at the ASCOL and the Association of School and College Leaders Conference that they would... Um, that if elected, they would um, look to start a consultation on dropping single word inspection grades and replacing them with what, what they called a scorecard that would have a, a range of data about the school in it. Um, so, I mean, I'd imagine anyone listening to this will know this, but just very, very quickly, Ofsted can give a school one of four grades, outstanding, good, requires improvement or inadequate. Um, and the consequences of a less than good judgment can be can be severe for a, for a school or a trust. Um, the background to the kind of concerns is that, you know, there's a sense, I think a discussion always, that do, do the grades do more harm than good? Are they too blunt an instrument? Are they adding too much pressure to the system? Now, just to quickly go back on what Amanda Spielman said, she, she basically said that she thinks it's the consequences that flow from a grade rather than the grade itself that, that can be the thing that people find problematic. But yeah, Labour basically said that they would consult on creating a scorecard and they would also ask Ofsted to do an annual safeguarding check so schools are getting a check once a year. And they've also said that they would look to introduce multi-academy trust inspections, which is another thing which has been a, a long-running question in the sector and I think one that gets more and more pressing the more and more prevalent and important multi-academy trusts get to the system. Yeah, definitely. I think that that question about multi-academy trust inspections is something that people have been talking about for a while. I mean, it's something also that Nick Gibb was asked about um, this week at the committee as well. So, John, what did he have to say about that? Yeah, so he gave, a, again, a very interesting answer. Um, he basically said that the, the academy landscape, multi-academy trust landscape, is evolving and new. Um, and basically, and it's similar to an answer another minister, Baroness Barron, gave earlier this year, which is almost that the, the MAT system is too, too new to be able to be held to account in this way. The way Nick Gibb explained it was he was saying that if you're saying that Ofsted should inspect, and should inspect mats, then you've got to know how a mat should run. And he sort of said that that picture is still evolving. And he, he added that the danger of Ofsted going in and saying you should be doing this, 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 and this is that they might not be inspecting against best practice, that they were his words, which I, I think is quite a, a striking thing. There's, there's, there's two sides to this, I think. Um, one is that... Um, you know, if the government are saying that multi-academy trusts are the be-all and end-all, they, they want all schools to be in there, they think that they, this is the best vehicle for driving school improvement, they think trust leadership is kind of crucial to, to, to supporting and improving schools, then it would seem really odd for Ofsted not to have a view on what trusts are doing. That, that's one side. But the other side, I guess, is, um, is, is how, how would it actually work? I think the thing to say, though, is that Maybe three years ago, Nick Gibb dismissing this, you would think, oh, well, it's not going to happen then. The government don't like it. I think where we are now with a general election next year and with Labour having had a decisive lead in the polls sometimes, I think there's a kind of an increased sense that what Labour is talking about as their policy plans could become the, the government agenda next year if they're elected. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you know, I think whatever happens, there'll be, you know, some pushback from either side. I've, I've heard um, Matt CEOs kind of say that, you know, they feel that they are inspected every time one of their academies is inspected, for example. Sure, yeah. um, so, you know, yeah, well, I guess we'll have to, to watch that and wait and see what happens there. 
Um, in, in terms of actual mat inspections, do we have any sense of what these might actually look like? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a really good question. So we've actually got a piece leading our site today exploring this. Um, so we, we reveal that Askell uh, is working on a report examining exactly how a scorecard might work. Now, now Labour have basically talked about a scorecard replacing grades for schools. Askell is looking at whether this kind of approach could be used for both schools and mats. And I spoke to their director of um, policy, Julie McCulloch, and, and she was sort of pointing out that... Um, that the school system looks different in different places. So we have maintained schools, multi-academy trusts, single academy trusts, and even within multi-academy trusts, there might be some that are very, um, have a kind of a central system of decision-making, and there might be others that are more of a kind of a loose federation of schools, if you like. Um, and so there's a real question about how do you how do you hold that system to account and what should it look like and, and where does the accountability sit? Um, so that's something that Askell are looking at, and with its... I hope it's a really interesting piece and you can read that on our site. I think there are two big challenges and problems with, with mat inspection. And the first, which is something Steve Rollett of the Confederation of School Trusts alluded to when he appeared before the select committee a couple of weeks ago, which is that you know, we have to be careful not to layer another level of inspection, another layer of accountability on top of what we already have. I think you know, you'd, you'd be hard-pressed to find someone in a school anywhere who'd said the one thing I could do with is more Ofsted checks, more interaction. But, you know, it could, the flip side of that is the point I made earlier. Well, if mats are the driving force of the system, it seems odd for Ofsted not to be inspecting them. The other issue, I think, is what Nick Gibb alluded to, which is, does Ofsted know, or indeed, does anybody know definitively, what a good trust looks like? And how would Ofsted design a framework that, that, that inspected mats? Would that be problematic? And who would Off, Ofsted have inspecting them? I think the new chief inspector, Samantha, uh, incoming Chief Inspector for 2024, Sir Martin Oliver, has talked about wanting to have people with trust leadership in the inspection workforce. Uh, but I think that's, um, that's a big challenge as well, because for there to be a, an offset inspection, there'll have to be an inspection framework, which will have some kind of, um, would have to have some kind of description of what map quality is. Now, the government has um, produced some of its thinking on that, but I think Ofsted going into this space would prove to be really problematic. And um, yeah, Labour have made these kind of two very big policy pledges, and they'll obviously be keen to implement them if elected. But I guess, as with so much in school accountability, there'll be a question of whether any change a government brings in has, has unintended consequences for the sector. For sure, for sure. Thanks so much, John. So don't forget, everyone, you can find all of our stories we've discussed today and more on our website by visiting tes.com forward slash magazine forward slash news. And we will see you all next week.